Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, happy, happy Wednesday to all in our NFL universe. It is the all-city, all-NFL podcast, the Meat Locker. That's right. Our NFL Meat Locker, King, King Meat, yeah. Baldy, I'm Cuz, Brian Baldinger, Anthony Gargano. Um, midweek here. Midweek, man. We're halfway to Saturday, bro. Yeah, and Super Wild Card weekend. It's going to be wild. Before we get to the games, and we're going to go into, we're in the film room, right? So we're going to give you guys some film study today, some of the matchups to look for each of the games. But before we do that, we got to talk about some of the head coaches. Now, you know, Vrabel gets let go yesterday. Belichick is in flux. You know, is it possible? Because we both love Mike Vrabel, and mm-hmm. it makes so much sense that Vrabel now goes to New England where, you know, he was a star. It could, doesn't that? No, I mean, fit? look, I, I think people are linking that together. And look, I mean, they have to figure out Belichick first in New England. But the fact that Mike has been released, he's out there. I mean, you could see how Mr. Crafts could be enticed by the, uh, the idea that I could have my heir apparent uh, coming right into my building and we would feel a little bit better about releasing Bill or letting him go if if he chooses to. I mean, he's come out and said, I want to be here. This is what I do, blah, blah, blah. But I, I think a couple things. One, I think back to when Brady left New England and he went to Tampa. And everybody was like, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? And people had him all over the place. And he went to Tampa. And we were a little like, really, Tampa? Yeah. And he won a Super Bowl. Yeah. He elevated the whole thing. And, you know, all of a sudden, the talent that was there became a lot better than what we thought on paper and what they had been doing with Jameis Winston as a quarterback. So he wins and he like his his uh his spot in history of the game just gets that imprinted that much brighter. Sure. And there's a thing about Belichick, you know, all coaches like he, he's not Parcells, but Parcells went everywhere he went, they won. You know, you know, he leaves uh the Giants and Dallas and the Jets and New England and he wins everywhere. Um and so, like, you know, Belichick doesn't have the personality that Bill did to motivate people like that. He has his own style, though. Like, there's part of me that says, you know, he grew up, his father was, Steve was a football coach, was at the Naval Academy a long time. Like, he knows that coaches get hired to be fired. 
They do it in other places. Um, Jimmy Johnson did it in other places after he cemented his. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as the sentimental. No, like, uh, like, I, you know. uh, look, I mean, he's that you know, kind of he guy. grew up in Annapolis. Right. You know, went to school in the Northeast. But he's been, you know, he was with the Jets. Uh, you know, he was with Cleveland, the Giants, yeah. Cleveland. Like, he's bounced around. He's seen what happened. He knows the history of this game. He knows that, um, you know, uh, Don Shula was in Baltimore, Miami. Like, there's a part of me that says, why not do it someplace else? Why not just take your system and your coaching style and – like, like, for example, let's just say Atlanta's open. So let's just say, let's just move these pieces around. Cubs. All right. All right. Vrabel's available. Arthur Smith is out. Let's just say they, re- they reach some sort of agreement between Mr. Crafts and Bill Belichick. And Bill's now a free agent. Let's just say Arthur Blank, who's 81, 82, uh, whatever he is. Like, let's get this thing done now. And so you go, hey, Bill, we'll send you the jet. We'll send you the Home Depot jet. We'll cut you down here. You tell us what you need. Well, all right, maybe Justin Fields is available. You give, say, Justin Fields, and you bring Billy O'Brien to coach him. He coached Deshaun Watson. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, you, you you put the offense together. We I have mean, we have great talent. Pieces, right? Bijan. He's got he's got he's got a solid offensive line. He's got way better talent than he's got in New England right yeah. now. Um, and then they've got a defense that was top ten. They got a lot of good pieces. They played the game the right way. They got an All Pro safety of Jesse Bates. And you go, okay, let's put your Put your fingerprints on this thing, Bill. And Belichick goes to Atlanta. Vrabel goes to New England, right? And you go, you know, and then Tennessee does whatever Tennessee wants to do. No, I mean, listen. I mean, we're just talking out loud. I don't have any inside information. Listen, this is all conjecture, but it's a fun kind of conversation because the other aspect, where basically the theory is if you're an owner who's older, you're looking to win, right? You're looking, you're like, especially. Uh, a guy like Arthur Blank, who is a wonderful man, he he he's been snake bitten a little bit over the last few years. So you you have that. The other outsider, right, is the other. Now this is a long shot, but there's a lot of pressure on McCarthy in Dallas, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, Jerry. I mean, let's face it, he's 80 years old. He's in his 80s. He, you know, nobody wants to win more than Jerry does. 82, right? And you know, if something happens and Dallas, I don't know, loses to Green Bay or Dallas. They get bounced again. Lo- loses to San Francisco. I mean, who knows, right? If Dallas does not get to the Super Bowl, does Jerry Jones say, hey, Bill, come down here in Dallas and and win this thing? Well, he brought Parcells there, and they turned it around, like with Quincy Carter. They turned it around right away. They were in the playoffs in one year. Now, different coaches, different styles. But, you know, he's, he's done that before. He's bounced guys out before and just said – and look, honestly, like coaching is no different than saying trying to get the right quarterback. Like if you have a chance to upgrade, I don't care what it is in life. You got nice shoes, but you want the best shoes? Like get rid of these. Like I think you should try to – everything you should do is to try to win a Super Bowl. Nobody's won more than Bill Belichick. Well, especially when you're in that spot. Like yes. When you're at the precipice of winning – you, you You're know, right there. Like you know, and and obviously Atlanta's got some pieces. You can get yes. There. Uh, the Cowboys are right there. So, you know, I mean, it does make sense that if God forbid something happened and and they're they're out again, that Jerry Jones says, you know what, I'll go back and my old friend Bill Parcells and I'll I'll just replicate it. Yeah. With Belichick and same thing, Billy O'Brien goes with him. 
Well, you know, like, look, Brady and Belichick had a great thing going. It worked out great. Um, but you need a quarterback. They don't have one in New England right now. And maybe they get one. They're going to be t- picking, uh, picking at the top of the draft. They're going to have a chance. And, and maybe they, they stay the course. But I have a feeling like it might be good for everybody. It might be good for the Patriots. It might be. I'm not saying there's Belichick fatigue. I don't. You know that that, that stuff is out there. It might be good for Belichick. It might be good for Crafts. It might be good for the new guy coming in. Have a different way of doing things. Well, and, and li- look, I, I played in Dallas with Tom Landry, yeah. and like he was the best coach I've ever been around in any sport. Um, but we were ready for change, you know. And and who knew that Jimmy Johnson was going to be Jimmy Johnson coming from college? But he was. He was ready. He was ready for it. it it's and, rare though. Like like to your point. These great coaches that go somewhere else and win, that's the mark of greatness. Like yeah. To do it in one place, like Andy Reid, to yes. all those years and win in Philadelphia, be a contender, yes. to then go to Kansas City, rebuild that team, and win a Super Bowl. And he's a pr- just like he was in Philly, he's buzzing around again. Like he's always, he's always he, there. Yeah, but if you look at Jimmy Johnson, okay, so he wins in Dallas, he leaves, he does his thing, and then he goes to Miami. And they wanted Drew Brees. He didn't pass physical, whatever happened. Like, if he had Drew Brees. He wins. He, he probably does win. Yeah. And he probably, who knows and how again, long. And he wins it to you. So, like, yeah. you know, that's a guy who's on. These great, great coaches, you know, I mean, like, and Belichick's one of them. I mean, let's face it. Well, you can be the greatest coach. You still need the quarterback. Yeah. You still need the quarterback to elevate the, the guys on the field, to, you know, to do all the things that the, the legendary guys do. And, you know, Bill. Look, he drafted Tom. I mean, he's, he gets and he, and he made his decision to stay with them, uh, you know. But so, you, you, they do have to be sort of joined at the hip. Now, the one aspect of this whole you know scenario that still I'm surprised by, I like Vrabel. Yeah, you know. Now, why does Tennessee want to move on? I mean, I thought they played hard for him. Like they, they didn't lay down and quit. No. They transitioned to a new quarterback. I think there might be some. You know, some friction. They got a new general manager, Rand Carthon. You know, they did not build this team very well. I mean, this is a transition year. I mean, the offense line was young. Wow, the minute you trade A.J. Brown. A.J. Like, you know, look, when a coach comes out and say, as long as I'm going to be here, A.J. Brown's going to be here. And then you trade A.J. Brown. <laughs> you know, there's no way to sugarcoat that. No. Like, he knows what A.J. was and what you need in the passing game and the difference maker. He made all the other... Pieces around him better because he took all, you know, he could beat all the coverage. So, you know, and then they, they drafted a receiver who's never come close to Arkansas. He's never, and again, he's been disappointed now. He's been hurt a little bit. Yeah. But, but he has. So they went, you want up getting DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. And now you play a rookie quarterback. Right. And like, you know, the offense line fell apart and you're trading. But pieces. I thought they competed. They did. You I'm, covered a lot of their games. Yeah. I, I just saw them, you know, uh, to, to beat, knock out Jacksonville. And that team was well coached. Uh, they have a, a particular identity and how they run the ball and the toughness that they play with. Uh, they're playing without their best defensive player, Jeffrey Simmons. Didn't make any difference. They overcame it. Uh, so, like, he could coach. He can flat out coach. Like, I would hire that guy, and he's young. He was a player. He re- he relates to the players yeah. very well. Yeah. He knows. Like, Smart I like guy. a player. Yeah. I like a coach that's involved. He talks to his players. He's over there, whether it's encouraging or. Fixing something that's not right, a bad penalty, like he's on top of it, and you know he's on top of the officials. He's he doesn't call this, you know, the offense or the defense, but it's his imprint. So 
getting back to Belichick for a second, would Jacksonville, if they decided, you know, like would that be a spot where Belichick goes, hey, man, Trevor Lawrence, you know, I mean. Uh, They got got pieces. I I don't know. You know, the general, they they just fired some assistant coaches. And I feel like that's what they're going to, their answer for the collapse is, all right, Mike Caldwell, we love you, see you. Yeah. So they just fired a bunch of guys. And that's, you either fire the head coach or you have the coach fire some assistants. Well, that's what I thought was going to happen when Doug got let go in Philly, where, you know, I know there was the, the Wentz situation. But when Wentz got uh, moved, I thought that that was a green light for Dougie P. It wasn't. Um, If that was all in the cards, the whole thing. And I I look at Jacksonville, I go, all right, now it appears that he's safe. But if Belichick's suddenly on the market, would you then go, going back to your upgrade your shoes, would you then go, hey, Billy, you know, hey, Bill, come down to the beach well, I think the, and be the, Mr. International? I, I think as they start putting all these teams are putting their list together of guys that they want to talk to, um, you know, first of all, Bill has to be released or they have to have some sort of an agreement. Like, obviously, they can't talk to him now. But you should have that conversation right now if he was available. Would, are we interested? Or do we want to go stay the course with Doug? Like, you know, I, I think most teams should have, like, if New Orleans, like, would you, if you could upgrade to Bill Belichick? From Dennis Allen, yeah. Dennis Allen? What, like, if you could, if yeah, you, I mean, listen, I, I, I think you're spot on. This Again, just to reiterate, this is just all, you know, armchair conjecture yeah, as to what, you know, where Belichick, what the, what the face of this league may look like next year. Again, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I don't see Doug going anywhere, but again, you, you just you don't know where all the all the mm-hmm. pieces are going to. Well, it's a carousel, right? Yeah. And so it's like musical chairs. So you know, as the music stops, like who's who's going to be left off? Yeah, and who's getting on? Right. So like we didn't see this. You know, yesterday or uh, Monday, I should say, was uh, you know Black Monday, and so certain guys released. Okay, now you know. Uh, Yesterday, uh, Rabel's released. Like it could, it could trigger. Who knows? If Harbaugh's kind of agents getting his name out there, is Chicago saying, "If we're 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 happy with the progress we're making, but if we could get Harbaugh, right? Like we could really take it up another notch." And oh, by the way, our fan base would go nuts. So, like all these places should be looking to see if there's an upgrade out there. Well, and then and you know it's funny because we talk about McCarthy, uh, who has had he's done a great job, right? Mm-hmm. He's done a great job this year. So you know, but who knows what happens? The same thing in Philadelphia, right? Where you know if something happens in say Monday night, they lose to Tampa, and it's the same game that we've seen. Yeah, you know, does Jeffrey Lurie then say, "Hey, well, I don't know," there's Belichick sitting there? Uh, he's always coveted. Remember, Jeff is a New, New England, England guy. Yeah. He has the utmost. They've always been linked. Mm-hmm. He loves Belichick. I mean, is it crazy to think that he goes, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go and, and be in the Belichick business. It's not crazy at all. It's not crazy at all. I mean, if you got a chance to get a Hall of Fame coach and he, and, you know, he has his way of doing things, like this is what we um, – no, it's not out of the question. I mean, you should have that conversation. Uh, there's been great coaches that have been let go and have gone. Like, Belichick himself in Cleveland. I mean, you know, you look at 
Um, basketball, we've seen great coaches, you know, go. go. Jackson, you know, leaves. And uh, where, where are you at with? Because uh, like, personally, I, I like stability, and I like. So I would ride with Sirianni, and I'd say, listen, let's kind of fix this. Get new coordinators, you know, kind of and kind of go back in and, and, and fix mm-hmm. this thing. But I, I'm a stability guy. But I keep going back to what you just said, which really resonates. You want new shoes? And you can upgrade anything in life. I mean, it's there. We do it in everything else. So uh, there is there is an advantage to having stability. There is an advantage to having a guy that there's no question what it takes. It, he knows everything it takes to win. And so they're going to f- try to find every advantage there is to win. Like, that's what coaching is all about. And so not that Nick can't do that, uh, but are they – they, they seem stuck right now in trying to fix their issues. Okay, it's good that you recognize you have issues. Do you know how to fix it? It's one thing when you're just steamrolling the league and everything's fine. You know, it's another thing when there's real issues. It could be lack of speed. It could be talent. It could be we're terrible against the blitz. Nobody blitzes us more. Why can't we beat the blitz, blitz better than we do? Like predictability on offense. Predictability, like all that stuff that's out there. Like, at some point, if you really wanted to coach, you would fix it. You'd identify the problem and fix it and go about the way of fixing it. Yeah, it's weird because you're almost this almost it's weird. It plays out like this reality show, right? Where, you know, they're losing and the coach is at the podium and the town and the media's asking for answers and you know, he's only gonna give you so much. And, you know, is, you wonder, is this guy, does he have them? Yeah, does he have it? Does he have, can he fix things? I mean, that's what coaching is. Can you fix your problems? And we could identify different teams over the course. I mean, there was just two years ago, the Rams lost three in a row. They had a bye week. They didn't win a game in a month. And it looked broken. And they made certain changes. They've gotten Odell Beckham Jr., picked him up, you know, added him to the, to the ranks. And they did some other things. And, you know, they, they got rolling, and they got hot at the right time, and they won a championship. So, like, that's you – know, we, we'll see. Like, Nick's got a great opportunity because it's the second season. Um, everything goes away if you beat Tampa. You know who else went a whole month without winning a game? Yeah. The San Francisco. Yes. So, you know, they were minus Debo and Trent Williams. You can and make some excuses. A, and there was, a, there was a bye week in there. There was a bye week. They won a month. So they came back and they, they fixed it. They got back on track. They actually started a bunch of guys last week. Bosa was on the field. Trent Williams on the field. Debo, Ayuk. I mean, they had everybody but their quarterback and the running back out there on the field. It's fascinating. All right. So that's our uh, coaches. Well, I mean, this is an evolving story. And, you know, I, I love all the conjecture. One of the things that we love about the league is just the high reality drama of it with, you know, all these figures and these pieces and everything where they all go. So we'll keep you abreast of that. But we got football on this weekend on Saturday, two games, and uh, it's time to go to the film room. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about the matchup between the Texans and the Browns. Hey, before we get back to the action, you want to see the action live in person? Well, do like I did and download the Game Time app. This thing will change the way you buy tickets. It's unreal. It's so perfect, all right? Because you want to talk about, A, price. They got you covered, 
All right. In fact, they have these uh, Z, these uh, deal zone things where it's amazing. You get to actually pick the section. They'll pick the seats, and you can save up to eighteen percent off. They have you know event protection. They have job loss protection for your purchases. All that stuff. All right. The, what I love the most is you can actually see where your seats are going to be in the venue, whatever venue it is, and whatever event it is. Basketball, football, as we talk about, baseball, hockey, comedy, theater. I mean, you name it, concerts. You could actually see where the seats are. So you'll see the vantage point to the field or to the stage, whatever it is. I'm telling you, the Game Time app is just tremendous. And here's what I love it. You can, If you download it now, and make sure you download it like I did, you could save 20% after you create your account. You create an account. Use the code ALLNFL, A-L-L-N-F-L, you'll save 20 bucks. all right? Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Flacco versus C.J. Stroud. Joey Flacco and C.J. Stroud. Let's look at C.J. Stroud because this is going to be the story. C.J. Stroud against that Browns defense and how both quarterbacks fare, right, Against their defenses. So let's look at CJ. Well, I mean, this is the, the difference in the whole game between Houston and Indianapolis came in the first play of the game. That's Nico Collins at the bottom right there. He's going to run this post route off play action. I and mean, he's the only guy in the route. They take Dalton Schultz away, the tight end. He's not there. So it's just one shot. CJ Stroud's got one shot to, get, shot to get that ball down the field to Nico. They went 75 yards in the first play. Uh, that's always an icebreaker. When you're on the road, you, it stuns the crowd. They're not even sitting down yet. You're down 7 nothing. I love the call. The execution to throw is just Well, it's 60 really, yards in the air. Yeah. It's 60 yards in the air. It's play action. It's mad. Like, this is a game plan it thing. drops it from the sky. Well, it, it, it does all that. But this is a game plan thing. You're like, okay, we're going to start this game, and we're going to go right after Juju Brents, the rookie corner. And they're going to be sitting this, you know, in this uh, quarter shell right here, and the safety is going to be looking at the tight end like he is. We're going to go right by him. They're a quarters team. We're going to attack quarters with that post. Like, get ready for it. If we hit it, it's 7-0. We quieted the crowd. We got the game, you know, rolling right here. But, like, Nico is their guy. So, just like, they, they find yeah, no a— No Tank Dell. He was hurt. No Noah Brown. He was hurt. Right. So, like, it went to Nico, and he had a phenomenal game. But he's just running a stop route. Like, it's balls just out. And then, you know, the guy knows where the sticks are. They know how to—like, he's become a true number one receiver. Like, here he is right here on one of these bubble screens, and he kept, picks up a couple blockers right here. But if you look at the location of this ball, like, he's able to just snatch it and then get the top speed in a hurry. If he throws it behind him, this whole thing gets bl- blown up by 44 Zaire Franklin. He takes the wrong angle. But the, the play and the throw beats Zaire's uh, angle right there. And now he's, now he's breaking a tackle, and now he's going a long ways. He's gone 29 yards. Setting up another score. Mm. You know, and, and look, I mean, I, I thought Indianapolis played well defensively against the run. I mean, they, they were – because I, I thought they were a little vulnerable against the run, and they, I thought they played pretty good against Singletary on Saturday night. They did. They did. But if you watch this throw, like, this is an offset eye right here. Nico's up at the top. They're going to run the speed out right here. And this throw of play action, like, this is – like, the ball's out of his hands right now before he's even out of the break. But the location of the ball is low and away from the corner. I mean – Yeah, exactly where you need to be. Exactly. Like, this throw right here, this is the throw of the day. Because he steps up like you're supposed to. 
and he's got nothing. He's looking at the two-receiver side. He doesn't have anything here. So then he's like, he backs up. Then he sees two defenders coming, and now he backs up again. So all the while, you'll see Nico right here. Like, here he is, and he yeah. sees his quarterback in trouble. So now he's, like, sprinting to get into his view right here, into his vision, and he does. And he makes that throw off his back foot. Yeah, look at that throw. Oh, my God. But, but, uh, that throw is, is unbelievable. Well, the throw is unbelievable because he really – he's under duress. He's spinning – like, he's wow. backing up, and he's still backing up. He, he's not getting any weight transfer. He's backing up, and he knows, all right, I got Nico. I'm going to throw it to a spot, let him go get it. And, he, you know, he dies right in front of the sticks right there for the first down. Damn, man, like yeah. that. That throw is just a thing. Of well, it's 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 the footwork. Yeah, it's the eyes up. It's recognized I'm in trouble right here, feeling it. And now, okay, what else do I have? Oh, Nico might come available right here. I can throw it. It's what we call throwing him open. I can throw him open right here, and that's what he does. Like it's you know, I'm, all these plays are to Nico because he's their number one. Like one more here up at the top. Like, like that's right in front of the safety. If this ball is lazy. If it's high, oh. the free safety on this play, who's Black, Julian Blackman, yeah. like he's going to pick this ball. Yep. Now, Nico's 6'4", he's 215, he's a big target. But like this could be a dangerous throw in front of that free safety. You're going to trust your receiver's going to come back to the ball, he's going to catch it with his hands. And I just like, can't believe he is a rookie making these throws. And I, and I again, I mean, we're just fresh off the, uh, the college national championship. And remembering C.J., Last year at Ohio State, Georgia. I mean, but if you watch his throw, when he's, he's, he's five one. steps, watch, he's going to get whacked right here. Yeah. He's stepping into it and he gets hit. He gets crushed right here. You didn't even see the, no. and the ball still. That's how you know a guy has got a strong arm is that when he gets hit like that, the ball still goes where he wants it to go. I mean, that's, that's just thing. Now, here's the question. Okay, it's against Indianapolis. Now you got a whole other animal. In that Cleveland Browns defense. Well, they play man coverage. They're a sticky man coverage team. They'll change things up. They won't play all man. So you got to have your man beaters up. You got to have your bunch formations. You got to have your crossers. You got to have your rubs, you know, to, uh, your slant flat, uh, curl flat combinations against man coverage. You know, so it, it, you got to beat these guys a different way. Now, um, Schwartz has got these guys playing really good. Yeah. So they know what's coming. So it's not like you're going to catch them off guard. Like, they played San Francisco in man coverage. Nobody does that. And they they beat those guys that day. They picked off Brock Purdy. So they've seen great quarterbacks. And I'm sure um, that Jim Schwartz will have something for C.J. Stroud that he hasn't quite seen yet. But he's also going to need somebody else besides Nico. Well, you got Dalton Schultz. You got Robert Woods. You got this uh, John Mechie. Like, he's got guys. Listen, Mechie from Alabama – um, I think he's got a little something. I think he's got a little promise. The tight end's fine. The tight end is what oh, they yeah, want him yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah. So he's got. But some, again, that Cleveland defense is, is balling. Yeah, well, it would be interesting to see. Like, they don't travel. Like, Denzel Ward won't travel at Nico. They'll play Martin Emerson on one yeah, side. They'll play Denzel. Yeah. Excuse me, Denzel on the other side. They'll play Newsom in the slot. Um, they do a lot with their safeties. So, um, you know, and their linebackers pressure you. Uh, it's just like a classic chess match. All right. Uh, coming up, we'll take a look at from the other side and what Flacco 
can do. Mm -hmm. What a great matchup between the young and the wily veteran, Flacco Stroud. Hey, before we get back to all of our good stuff, go back into the film room here in the meat locker. Let's talk a little food, right? Let's talk about Factor, America's number one meal service, delivery meal service. It's just tremendous. I mean, when you talk about sticking to your 2024 dietary plan, right, all your resolutions, we want to eat better, we want to do the right things when it comes to eating, whether it's, you know, vegan or veggie or the protein plus, like my man, the, the big meat over here, Factor has you cover. They do. Factor meals is tremendous. It's delivered right to your door. So you cross off meal prepping, cleaning up, all that stuff. You just heat and enjoy. That's two steps. That's two minutes and two steps. Incredible. Heat and then enjoy it. That's all you got to do. Vegan, veggie. So if you're looking for calorie smart deals, right? Calorie smart meals, you got it with calorie smart. I mean, meals... 550 calories or less, try that protein plus meals. I mean, you're talking about 30 grams of protein or more per serving. My man, the big meat over here, man, it's, it's fantastic. I'm telling you, uh, in fact, it's not just for dinner. you got extra convenience any time of the day, 55 plus add-ons. you got quick breakfast items, lunch to go, grab-and-go snacks, ready-to-drink cold-pressed juices, shakes, smoothies. I mean, you're talking incredible stuff delivered right to your door to make eating easy. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Here's the deal. You got to go to factormeals.com slash all NFL 50. Use the code all NFL 50. That's A-L-L-N-F-L 50. You get your 50% off A-L-L-N-F-L 50 factormeals.com. One. All right, so uh, here in the film, in the meat locker, in some film study, one of the things we're talking about with Kansas City and Miami is Mike McDaniel, how creative of a play designer yeah. he is. I mean, he's just incredible. So I, I want to go to the tape, and I want to look at some of Miami. This is what – now, we love Spags. He's our guy. All right, he's got a big task ahead of him in stopping that Miami offense. Let's go. Well, I mean, this, they ran this play. I'm going to show it to you. Like, they ran it over and over against Buffalo. But, like, when you watch it, you go, like, Tua is faking to nobody. The back's going the other way. But watch the linebackers respond to the fake. They all step to their right. All right? Uh -huh. Now watch A-Chan. So, it's like a misdirection thing. Yeah. With just the ball handling. Yeah. But it's by design. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Look at that. You like, they ran, I'm going to show you this. Because you know who Mark Price was? Yeah, of course. Yeah, point, point guard. guard. Georgia Tech, yeah. Yeah. Georgia Tech, bald! Come on. But, like, here's a different play, all right, but I got this one from the end zone. Now, so, watch Tua, and watch the linebackers. Wow. Like, look at the, the, the left linebacker. He's jumping way out as yeah. soon as he's... All right, now watch, now watch, the, they, watch these blocks coming from the side. Like, here comes Cedric Wilson. Like, wow. well, he just whacks Taron Johnson. Now, here comes Ingold. Now they're picking up a convoy, and there goes A-Chan. Oh. Like, these are, like, they run what this play. What a great concept. Look at that. Like, here it is again. 
Now, okay, they've been running it to the right. Now let's run it to the left. Let's flip it. Yeah. Now watch the linebacker step up. Oh, that's nice. I mean, it's one good run after another, including this one. Here's the same thing. You got the tight end dragon. I, lo I love the motion. The motion. Okay, that's Claypool dragon. Now here comes the flip. I mean, they went 25 yards to the house. They were in this play six Damn, times. Look at that. They got five what? first downs and a touchdown. Now, and so, that's a good defense. I it's mean, a great defense. You know, I mean. But they got, they got five good runs and a touchdown of 25 yards off of that one play. So what Mike will do is he'll throw that play out there. And if it, Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly told me this a long time ago, sometimes you double up a play because it works. And sometimes you double up a play because it's supposed to work. Like he's found this play in his game and it was working. They just kept feeding it. And they run it right, they run it left, they run out of different formations. And so he's going to have something that is going to work against Kansas City. He's going to find it. And then they might wear it out. Maybe Kansas City adjusts and stops. Finally, Buffalo stopped this one time uh, after they ran it enough. But it's just an example. I, I mean, you could go th through the motions and the shifts and all the things that they do. But ultimately, this is not a, an offense line that's just going to go knock people off the ball. Mm. But if you get them in space, you get them out of yeah. position, you get better blocking angles. This guy is a run game genius. And it's, it's going to be a, an interesting matchup against Kansas City because Kansas City is going to want to try to – Miami's going to want to run the ball. Kansas City is going to want to get them and try to attack Tua, getting in passing situations well, so that Spags can, you know, can pressure I think Tua. anybody that goes into Kansas City in a playoff atmosphere wants it. They want to keep Mahomes on the bench as long as they can. And so running the ball, controlling the clock, some of those, those things. Short throws to Tyreek, too. I love I love some of that short stuff. Forget the fact that he can break it down to yeah. any point. Mm -hmm. But the short stuff is really keeps the chains going because he's going to get you, just because of his speed, he's yeah. going to get you five or six. Yeah, he's going to, you got to show respect, and they're going to play off. And so take the five-yard stops, and if he breaks the tackle, exactly. you get 10. Exactly. But there's a lot of that built into the offense. There's a lot. I mean, if you look at and you just put a stopwatch on Tua, I mean, the ball's out of his hands in two seconds. Like, he's not holding it to three. Right? The ball's out in two or less. And so it's a very quick passing game, and they get a lot of big plays out of it. What do you think of Tyreek Saturday night? I think he will be uh, blood hungry. Yeah. I think he's going into Kansas City. And it's just, look, it's just natural. Players want revenge. They want to use it as motivation. Mm -hmm. Andy Reid thought that they could win without me, which they did. Uh, but ultimately, uh, I'm the best receiver in the game, and you gave up on me. And, oh, by the way, you guys are struggling. Like, I want to show you why you're struggling. Because your best receiver plays for Miami now. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. All right, the uh, Sunday, the early game on Sunday, Bills and Steelers. Now, I, I want to ask you about the Steelers' run game because, mm -hmm. you know, look, I mean, Mason Rudolph's going to start. He's mm -hmm. uh, they've already said that. Tomlin said that. Uh, the offense has been better with Mason Way Rudolph. Yep. Last right. three weeks. The run game is alive. Najee is alive, mm -hmm. right? And Warren, can they hold on to the ball? And can the Steelers – now, T.J. Watt is a killer because, you know, I mean, that's – you know, that, that's you lose a player of his ilk. But can they – can the can the Pittsburgh offense just handle the you know kind of control the clock a little bit? Mm -hmm. I think they can. I think they can. The way they're running it, they, they you know Sayamalo is a 
He didn't go to the Pro Bowl, but he's a Pro Bowl caliber guard this year. Broderick Jones has been really good. The rookie tight end, Darnell Washington, has been outstanding in the blocking game. Um, they're blocking much better in the run game right now. And both Warren and Najee are having success over the last six weeks. Yeah, I, I what's what's really breathed life into Najee? I mean, because that's you know, remember well, the first half of the year, yeah. you know, even Najee isn't a guy like Jalen's got ability to make people miss. Like he's got quickness mm-hmm. where he can elude guys in the hole. Najee doesn't have that. No. Najee has he's got um he's a huge body. He's downhill downhill. He's he's a huge body. He doesn't make people miss. It's not his game. He's a power runner. So you gotta give him you gotta give him a runway. You got to give him a clean runway. You give him a clean runway like they're giving him right now. He's going to drag defenders, and uh, the more you give it to him, the more tackles he breaks. And Jalen is a guy that can spin. He can juke. Uh, he's got power too now. Don't get me wrong, but like he's a different type of back. He can gain yards when there's nothing there. Najee has a hard time doing that. And if you're not giving him daylight and giving him openings, but a light, but a slight crease, I'd rather have Najee because Najee. Well, well it's, it's look, it's it's a one-two punch, yeah. And they rode Najee hard last week. Jalen fumbled also early yeah. in the game, so that didn't help him. But late in the game too, when they were, they, they, they fumbled twice, yeah. so that was unusual for him. But yeah. you know, they they rode Najee last week, and they had to win the game, obviously. And he he really delivered. Yeah. All right, listen, that's going to do it uh, for today. Don't forget uh, the subscribe button. You got to hit that button, and that brings you every day. It'll bring the show right to you. That's how we do things now. It's playoff week. All right. We're getting pumped up. Hang with us in the meat locker for Baldy and Cuz. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Y'all silly like the mayor. 